This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. This podcast is brought to you by Zarina, the simple and versatile all-natural Caribbean drink mixer in Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. United Nations appeals for humanitarian corridor to access Haiti fuel. Grenada's foreign affairs minister attending 52nd OAS General Assembly in Peru. Eastern Caribbean Central Bank Governor says the region needs more entrepreneurs. Uber Reserve Now, available in Puerto Rico. Seaweed Generation scaling up technology to clean up Caribbean coast. U.S. President Biden issues executive order pardoning thousands convicted of marijuana possession under federal law. And Trinidad and Tobago Nationals Grenadians held in multi-million dollar drug busts. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, October 7th. We start a report today at the United Nations where there is an appeal for humanitarian corridor to access Haiti fuel. Bahamanews.net via Voice of America reports the United Nations and humanitarian agencies call Thursday for the immediate opening of a humanitarian corridor in Haiti to allow fuel to be accessed at the country's main fuel terminal. What we need is to unblock the fuel terminal so that we can get fuel to pump clean water, to reopen the hospitals, to allow families to get access to potable water, said Ulrika Richardson, the United Nations Resident and Humanitarian Coordinator for Haiti. The Caribbean island nation has been in the grips of widespread gang-driven violence for more than a year. They are seeking to exploit the political vacuum left by the assassination of President Jovenel Moise at his home in Port-au-Prince on July 7, 2021. The United Nations estimates that 1.5 million people have been directly affected by the violence and 20,000 have fled their homes seeking safety. Haiti, already the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere has had its troubles compounded by the severe economic crisis that has sparked massive protests and looting and now the return of cholera. The Veru Terminal, which is Haiti's main entry port for fuel, has been blocked by armed gangs since mid-September, causing widespread fuel shortages. This is killing people, literally killing people, Richardson told reporters of the shortages during a video briefing from Haiti. Foreign Affairs Minister of Grenada attends the 52nd OAS General Assembly in Peru. Grenada Now reports Grenada's Foreign Affairs Minister Joseph Andal is among delegates in Lima, Peru, attending the 52nd regular session of the General Assembly of the Organization of American States, which started on October 5th and ends today, October 7th, at the Lima Convention Center. The session theme is Together Against Inequality and Discrimination. According to the OAS website, the participants will engage with counterparts from across the hemisphere to discuss key issues regarding strengthening democracy, promotion and protection of human rights, multidimensional security, and integral development, which are all key pillars of the OAS. Grenada joined the OAS 
on May 15, 1975. The OAS General Assembly is a foreign minister-level meeting and is the supreme organ of the organization of the 35 member states. The OAS was founded in 1948, is the world's oldest regional organization and the main forum for political dialogue in the hemisphere. You're listening to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Next up, Eastern Caribbean Central Bank Governor says the region needs more entrepreneurs. St. Lucia Times reports Eastern Caribbean Central Bank Governor Timothy Anton has declared that the region needs more entrepreneurs and has urged more youth involvement in job creation. In an address amid the observance of Financial Information Month in October, Anton explained that the benefits of entrepreneurship go well beyond businesses and their owners. He observed that entrepreneurship is often the foundation for intergenerational wealth and a driver of innovation and job creation. Our region needs more entrepreneurs. We want to see more of our youth pursue and fulfill their dreams to own businesses and create their own jobs, Anton said. But he noted that one of the biggest impediments to their aspirations is a lack of access to credit and finance. In this regards, he pointed out to the launch of October 2020 of the Eastern Caribbean Partial Credit Guarantee. Anton disclosed that under this program, qualifying loans of up to $750,000 issued by participating financial institutions receive a 75% guarantee, making credit more accessible to entrepreneurs and small businesses. The Eastern Caribbean Central Bank and its partner launched Financial Information Month 2020 throughout the eight Eastern Caribbean Central Bank member countries on October 1st. Here's news for travelers heading to Puerto Rico. Uber Reserve now available in the U.S. territory. News is My Business reports Uber announcing the availability of Uber Reserve, a new feature in the app that allows users to book ride requests 30 days in advance and up to two hours prior to the hour needed in Puerto Rico. Since Uber became available in Puerto Rico, more than 1.6 million tourists have used the app to get around the island. In addition, almost 2.3 million trips were made to and from the Luis Munoz Marine International Airport, the company stated. Tourists who use the Uber app the most in Puerto Rico come from the United States mainland, Mexico, Colombia, the Dominican Republic, Canada, and the United Kingdom. You're listening to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. To share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Now here's a landmark move. U.S. President Biden issues executive order pardoning thousands convicted of marijuana possession under federal law. The Virgin Islands Consortium reports U.S. President Biden is calling on governors to support his position to pardon thousands of people convicted for simple possession of marijuana. On Thursday, he issued an executive order encouraging those pardons, kick-starting one of many of his campaign promises. The move is expected to impact more than 6,000 people. As I've said, no one should be in jail just for using or possessing marijuana. 
Today, I'm making steps to end our failed approach. There are thousands of people who were previously convicted of simple possession who may be denied employment, housing, or educational opportunities as a result. My pardon will remove this burden, he stated. According to the consortium report, in the U.S. Virgin Islands, Governor Albert Bryan has been a strong proponent of such legislation and has persistently called on local senators to introduce a bill that would allow for recreational use and that pardons people convicted for simple use of the drug. In other news, Trinidad and Tobago Nationals Grenadians held in multi-million dollar drug bus. Loop News reports five men have been held in conviction with a massive drug bust in which 26.4 million U.S. dollars in suspected cocaine and around 57,000 U.S. dollars in suspected cannabis was found hidden on a cargo vessel that arrived in St. Kitts and Nevis this week. The suspects include three Trinidad and Tobago nationals and two nationals from Grenada and Caracou. According to the Royal St. Christopher and Nevis Police Force, on Tuesday, members of the St. Kitts and Nevis Custom Enforcement Division, the Anti-Narcotics Unit of the Royal St. Christopher and Nevis Police Force and the St. Kitts and Nevis Defense Force Coast Guard Operational Division, conducted a joint operation at Deepwater Harbor Port in Bird Rock, Bastyr, which involved the rummaging of cargo vessel MV Elizabeth C. The vessel is registered in Trinidad and Tobago. The last port of departure prior to arriving at port in Bastyr was St. Vincent and the Grenadines. The search operation was conducted between the hours of 8 a.m. and 2 p.m. During the search, several bales of white substance were found, which were suspected to be cocaine. Additional to the seizure was a quality of compressed vegetable material in transparent vacuum seal bags, which were also found and are suspected to be cannabis. The contents were concealed within the walls of the cabin vessel. The investigation is ongoing. This is Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Seaweed Generation Scaling Up Technology to Clean Up Caribbean Coast Barbados Today reports Seaweed Generation, a United Kingdom startup that sinks sargasm into the deep ocean for CO2 removal, has raised $1 million from Avera VC and Graf Ventures to scale its highly documented carbon removal technology. Seaweed Generation plans to develop its algae ray patent pending technology, which intercepts and sinks invasive sargasm into the deep ocean before it can reach the coast. Derek Hadley, founder of Avera VC, said, We've seen a lot of seaweed startup trying to tackle CO2, but what convinced us to back the Seaweed Generation team is that they're solving a significant problem with existing seaweed while being able to sink enormous amounts of carbon autonomously and at scale. Seaweed Generation is working with countries in the Caribbean where the rising sea levels and more extreme weather events are compounded by millions of tons of sargasm seaweed hitting their shores every year, devastating local tourism and ecologies. 
And here's our final note. Overseas Group meets with British Virgin Islands fishers to help build capacity. BVI News reports several regional and international organizations charged with helping to build the capacity of fishing in the British Virgin Islands met with 50 small-scale farmers across the British territory late last month, and discussions arising from those meetings were described as successful. The Caribbean Natural Resource Institute, the UK Government Centre for Environment, Fisheries and Aquaculture Science, and the Caribbean Network of Fisherfolk Organizations all had representatives visit the BVI for these meetings. They held talks with fishers on Anagata, Virgin Gata, Yosvin Dyke, and the main island of Tortola, and a prevailing sentiment from the local fisherfolk was their interest is organizing. According to Dr. Peter Randall of the UK Government Centre for Environment, Fisheries and Aquaculture Science, the interaction with fishers provided what he described as valuable insight on both the nature of local fisheries and on the prevalence of abandoned, loss and otherwise discarded fishing gear around the British Virgin Islands, known as ghost gear. A media release from the BVI Department of Agriculture and Fisheries, which facilitated the project, said the initiative began in 2020 to strengthen fisherfolk capacity and engagement in sustainable fishery management, including supporting the development of a formalized network of fisherfolk to enable a collective voice and greater participation in decision-making. This podcast has been brought to you by Zarina, the simple and versatile all-natural Caribbean drink mixer in Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And to share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, October 7th. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news. 